0: Everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the High Ground powered by Premier Companies. Ryan, how are you doing today? Great. Good morning. Good. We got another special guest. I know we say they're all special, but this one's calling in from Minnesota. And uh, I've got on the we've got on the line with us today, Leah Anderson, Vice President of Sales and New Markets. Leah, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me guys.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. She was actually on site last Friday and we planned on doing this on site and then we got pressed for time with with some uh, flight delays and travel, travel issues. That was a whirlwind.
1: <laughs> it was, it was, but it was a great day.
0: Well, Winfield United is a great partner for Premier um, Companies. And and Leah, would you like to uh, just kind of introduce yourself to all of our listeners and tell us what, what your role is with Winfield United?
1: Yeah, I'd love to do that. Um, I, I, I want to start, though, by just thanking you guys for having me, thanking you for the great partnership we have between Premier and Winfield United, Lando Lakes, and uh, I couldn't be more excited about where we're taking our business together in the future. So, really appreciate everything you do. Um, yeah, so Leah Anderson, I've worked for Lando Lakes for about eight years. About half of that's been with Winfield United, and in my current lo- role, I lead what's called Winfield United Sales New Markets. And what that means is I get to full time think about what's coming around the corner. You know, whether that's in the agriculture industry or with food or what's happening with climate, all the disruptions that we're thinking a lot about, watching carefully, I get to look around the corner at those things and then think about what we're gonna need to do as a cooperative system, how Winfield United can help its retail owners like Premier and how we can ultimately put the grower in best position to take advantage of whatever opportunities coming um, down the pipe. So it's a, it's, a, it's a cool job, I'm not gonna lie. I feel very, very fortunate. And if you think about kind of where the, the grower of tomorrow, I'll call it, is, is heading with all this, my view, I think Winfield United's view would be, you know, he's looking for things like help managing risk, right? Today, the grower takes on a whole lot of risk every time that, plant, that crop goes in the ground. So he's looking for help managing that risk, sharing that risk. He's looking for more predictable return on investment in every one of those acres. He's probably looking for access to financing and just overall driving more certainty in his operation. right? So that's where things like our advanced acre prescription services come in that I know Premier, you're a great partner around that really help take more of an outcome-based approach and help provide more predictable outcomes for a grower uh, that we're really excited about. I think though that grower is also looking for more than that. I think that that progressive grower of tomorrow is looking for new sources of profitability, new revenue streams, maybe that aren't as tied to what's going on, for example, with the commodity price or the price of inputs. And that's where we talk about this new markets piece, which is how can we help growers who are working with Premier tap into new revenue streams? That could be things like carbon, which I know you guys are a leader in locally, but it could also be things like imagine a world where a food company or a feed company or a fiber, you know, jeans company or a fuel company um, is interested in procuring grain that's to a certain spec. Maybe because it helps streamline or make their manufacturing process for their end product more, more efficient or cost effective. Maybe it's because they want to make a marketing plan. Or maybe it's because they want to provide assurance around the way that the grain was grown sustainably, for example. Imagine a world where together, Premier and Winfield United, can um, access those food or fuel or other companies and find a way to essentially write a prescription that provides a premium on the grain that the grower could then take advantage of. So in that environment, in that scenario, the grower could be participating in outcome-based warranty that helps manage and share their risk. They could be clipping a coupon, so to speak, if they're participating in a carbon program, and they could be getting the value-added grain premium by connecting into one of these new markets. So that's what we're talking about. That's what my job is, is thinking in terms of where we need to head to put Premier and your growers in position to continue to lead, to continue to be profitable. Um, and we want to make sure that we're doing that alongside great leaders like Premier in the field. What I would say before I turn it back to you guys is uh, this is all really exciting. I hope it, I hope it's as ex- exciting for you guys as it is for us. But at the end of the day, the products are the thing that have to be done well together first. When Fields United is a distributor, we need to make sure that Premier and the growers you're serving have access to the best leading products, seed chemistry, etc. And I know that that has been a source of a lot of, honestly, stress for a lot of us lately, right? Am I going to get access to the product I want? When am I going to get it? Is it going to be super expensive? All these things that are keeping us up at night. So happy to answer questions there, as well as anything tied to this uh, new markets concept.
2: Well, we are excited about the new markets. Um, you know, as a, as a retail partner who um, we've kind of had this vision from a, for lack of a better term today, cradle to grave, that we have the people who can so help you select your seed and your fertility programs and your crop protection. And then all the way through to, being able to isolate, especially grain, uh, in our own facilities, and and find that market or help with that marketing, uh, and with access to the Ohio River, which we've uh, w- you know we're blessed with that opportunity as well to to send that outbound, as well as as capitalize on that on inbound for our inputs. But but uh, this new the new markets we're we're really excited about uh, for future meetings with you and the opportunities that hopefully that uh, we can grow all of our customers interest in that um, uh, through through our entire territory, so we do appreciate that but back to the part the products thing as a leading distributor you know we we had Brett Bruggeman on earlier um, he's several months ago now talking about uh, the supply chain and that was a that was almost a leading conversation of what some of the expectations are now we 're in it uh, we're finishing up uh, since you were here it's been ninety degrees for five straight days and uh, beautiful and a lot of stuff in the ground. So now you're seeing more, now you're seeing more reality. Now you're seeing this stuff starting to shape up. We knew trying to, trying to load up ahead of time on, on products that we already had, uh, kind of what it was shaping up to be. But now we're starting to see they're in the field, they're running. So, um, what's your, what's your go forward plan now? I mean, what are some things you have in place now for the rest of 2022 headed into 2023?
1: Yeah. Good question. Um, So I'm going to answer it in two parts. I answer your direct question. Then I just want to provide a little more context about kind of why we are experiencing what we are together right now, directly answering your question. You know, I tell you that Winfield United bought early for, for crop year 22. Um, we're already actively buying ahead actually for crop year 23. And we're working very closely with our multinational manufacturer partners on a very regular basis to make sure they understand, um, exactly what, your needs are, and you know, we're clear on the urgency that we have in them continuing to run, honestly, 24 by 7, which is what they're doing right now, to get as much product out as they can for what remains of of 22. Um, I think the other thing that, for me, has been a differentiator for Winfield United is that we have our Omnium manufacturing platform, which is uh, there's seven plants across the United States that we manufacture uh, the majority of our adjutants, things like Master Lock and and interlock and the names that hopefully are familiar to folks listening to this call. Uh, and that's put us in a position where we could still deliver those products and manufacture ahead, so to speak, so that we weren't uh, experiencing some of the squeeze that, that maybe folks were seeing on on the, on the vended side. But um, I tell you, it's a, it's, a, it's a absolute priority for us. We're teaming on it weekly, if not daily, if not hourly. And uh, the best thing I think that our partners like Premier can do, is to make sure they're sending us a very strong demand signal on what their needs are going to be as early as they they know. Um, I'd also say I think it's a really good idea to have a backup plan with each grower. You know, maybe there's a first choice product, but what's the second choice product if that first choice product isn't available? And of course, that's where, you know, a company like Premier can add real value locally with the expertise that you bring to the table. Um, I had someone tell me recently, it's not that people aren't going to be able to get access to product it just might be not exactly the one they were originally hoping to get access to. So, you know, I'd say what we can all do together right now is get as much of that product in the ground as we can, forecast early so that everybody understands the demand and um, just make sure that we're communicating regularly. In terms of kind of how we got here, you know, the thing that's interesting for me is there's a stat that I have that that I'm not sure um, maybe everyone has familiarity with, but about 75% of the chemistry products that are here in the US are touched at some part by ingredients that are sourced from China, 75%. And so when you think about that, you think about what's going on in China, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's this crazy zero COVID thing they have going on. And certainly that that's contributing, but China actually started way back in 2015, 2016 with their environmental regulation changes they made you know, they pulled a lot of manufacturing back away from the Yangtze River because they were worried about water pollution. They were preparing for the Beijing Olympics and they basically shut down massive amounts of manufacturing because um, they wanted the air to look cleaner on television. They also, you know, you know, back, you know, it wasn't 16, but 17, 18 time frame. You know, we had the tariffs that also made things complex. And so COVID kind of was just the the match that it got thrown on an already hot tinder box. And kind of as you look at how that's all come together, it's created a perfect storm. And what I would say is, things are starting to get a little bit better. Obviously the Olympics are over and plants are running again. In fact, um, plants that manufacture egg chemicals in China have been now finally registered as essential, much like food production or agricultural plants in the U.S. were measured as essential. Um, during our COVID height, but that's not immediately getting to us, right? The good news is they're starting to run again. Um, but this whole thing took years to create, and it's – it's honestly, it's, it's going to take years to unwind.
0: Well, with that uh, – talking globally, uh, Leah, w- with that in mind, uh, Winfield United took an initiative – uh, a year ago about a year and a half ago I guess to to try to kind of get the holy grail of distribution. I think they took it upon themselves to to find out a way to to do two things at once and that was drive out cost and increase efficiency at the same time. Can you tell us a little bit about that hub and spoke uh, model that Winfield implemented and some of the changes that that's brought about to to drive cost out of the system for the for the farmers and retailers and for distribution?
1: Yeah, I would. I would love to speak to that. Here's my my fact factoid for you. In 2021, Winfield United, along with its retail owners, took one million miles off the road. That's a lot. That is that's a, a lot. That's yeah. a lot. And the trucks that were still on the road were 24 percent more full.
0: You might just want to say that one more time. So in
1: yeah. Yeah, it's a big one. A yeah. million miles, a million miles taken off the road, and the trucks that went out were twenty four percent more full. There's a whole bunch of good that comes with that, right? First of all, obviously, just fewer emissions. You know, all of the the the, the, the lack of carbon that we that we didn't emit, et cetera. But you also have the efficiency play there, especially in a time when drivers were at a big shortage, right? I mean, last year in 21, not that this has necessarily cleared itself up, but, but it was really tough to get find anybody to, to drive the truck. And so by reducing the number of shipments, making the shipments larger, uh, we were able to optimize our drivers as well, which, which was an added benefit. But that change did not come without hard work, right? And that included, you know, I, I spoke earlier about just Premier being a great partner and, and you guys were willing to go through some change with us. And what we really did is we said let's look outside of the agriculture industry and let's look at other organizations that do distribution really well. Right? And it's easy to look at Amazon, but the reason everyone does is because they're they're really really good, they're at, what pretty good at it. <laughs> they're really really good. I think they're the global leader, we'd all argue, right? If you think about Amazon, when you order a toothbrush from Amazon, you know, you don't really know where that's coming from. You don't really care if there's a distribution center down the road or in the county next to you, or honestly in the state next to you. What you care is that you ordered the toothbrush, it's blue, it's coming to you on Thursday, and you can watch it during its sort of order to fulfillment process online if you so choose. So that's really the concept that we adopted with our hub and spoke model is to say, we can actually consolidate some of our service centers to go to more of a hub model that, where we have large hubs that are accurately partnering with our owners to uh, forecast demand and then moving product out to spokes near into the country um, based on that demand forecast as needed. So the first part of this was consolidating our ASC footprint. The second part of it was moving away from a same day, next day approach to distribution. And that was where I think this got really hard, but again, Looking at Amazon, you know, as a customer at Amazon, you don't expect whatever you buy to show up in two hours. You you can choose to have that happen, for example, if you pay more, or you can choose to be part of Amazon Prime, right, which means most things you order will be there in two days. But it's not necessarily efficient to always deliver products same day next day. Sometimes it's needed. Sometimes it's necessary. But a lot of times, especially if we get good together at demand forecasting, we can expect and know in advance that a product is going to be needed and wait to send it when the truck is more full on more of what we call a structured delivery schedule. And that's one of the other things that we did that really helped um, get us to the point where I could give you the facts I did originally is instead of coming out every day, anytime, with one or two pallets on a truck, we were coming out on structured delivery windows that were known and planned ahead around with a much fuller truck on sort of a milk run type concept. So those those two changes were really some of the, the biggest ones that we made. What I tell you is I don't think that we're done. I think we need to co-author where we go next with our owners. I think that there's still opportunity for us to get even better and tighter around how we plan. And I also think that over time there's gonna be a role for digital um, to better provide transparency on where the product is in the order to fulfill insurance. We're getting better at that. We have some tools that we've deployed but our aspiration would be to create an experience that feels very much like Amazon, where you know where your product is, how soon it's going to be um, at your doorstep and can plan accordingly. So that's, that's where we're headed. Uh, optimizing our supply chain is a key priority of ours. It's also something that we're working with the uh, multinational manufacturers around. Not only can we optimize how we're working with our retail owners like Premier, but how can we optimize how we're working backstream up to the manufacturers? And is there opportunity for example to do more direct shipments or whatever the, that might make sense consignment etc so we're not done with this one we think there's still a lot of opportunity and we really appreciate our owners taking this journey alongside us
2: well I know on the ground you know as far as our retail locations you use the you use the term milk route which we're we're doing as well and this is the first year we've tried to utilize that what um, to the extent that we're doing it today but you know, a lot of times as uh, as we looked back at the year and the products that were left, we weren't as short as we thought we were, but that product wasn't necessarily where it needed to be, which if you don't have it, it doesn't matter where it is. With labor the way it is today, it doesn't matter where it is. You're short. and And ordering more was an easier way to get it to our dock door than it was trying to coordinate between locations. So I think ultimately that will help you all as well, we, and we can, we can help that system all the way from the ground uh, back to you guys and into those multinational uh, manufacturers just due to the fact that we, we had shorts in our system uh, on products that it just wasn't where it needed to be. It was here. Uh, so eliminating that is, uh, is a good thing. So we, we, we hope that helps you all as well as uh, it's certainly trying to make us better.
1: I think you guys are, are great thinkers in this space. And, you know, again, I just can't thank you enough for the partnership and just figuring out where we go next together, because you have some great ideas that, that we probably haven't thought of yet and, and vice versa. So,
0: Well, it challenges us uh, Premier Ag locally also. I mean, whenever um, Winfield United undertook that challenge to try to, and those are amazing facts, taking a million miles off the road and 24% more uh, more volume, uh, weight in the trucks, more full. And it makes it challenges Premier Ag to, to also look at ourselves to make sure. I mean, you and you in essence kind of asked your customers, uh, all of your owners, to help help you in the process to kind of get ourselves together, and um, and between the two, between the the retail customers, the retail chain, and then the the distribution chain. Um, I mean, it just, it, it came together. I mean, there was a little bit of give and take on every end, but in the end, the result was just amazing.
1: Yeah. It, and I think, you know, what you talked about around, it kind of forced you to change things a little bit. And and again, change, change is hard. Nobody likes it. Nobody likes change. But if I'm understanding your comments, Sal, I mean, what, what really happened is it made you guys better planners. Yeah. And back, especially in a supply environment where we know things, honestly, in 23 are, are probably not going to loosen up much compared to where we are right now. Okay, this movie we're in, it's not over. Um, that capability you at Premier have built around working with your growers and having an ability to kind of structured forecast, just like we're structured delivering, um, that's going to put you ahead, I think. So kudos to you guys for be willing for being willing to take some of those key steps.
0: You know, at a time Ryan, whenever we talk about the problems, uh, it's it's also neat to talk about the solutions that that's being put in place. And then looking forward, Leah, what do you think uh, twenty twenty three? Some of the big things as far as uh, supply and uh, and I guess maximizing the efficiency of the distribution channel to help eliminate some of those supply problems. What do you think's on the on the horizon coming at us?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's I'm, I'm almost laughing with your question because. It's anyone's guess. Early May. I mean, it's wild out there, guys, right? You've got massive it's
0: kind of wild here, too. It's a, little, it? <laughs> it's a little wild here, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're there's there's massive swings going on globally with supply chains. You know, this week it's baby formula, goodness knows what it'll be next week. Um, obviously, you know, crop protection CN is something we're all watching super carefully these supply and demand curves are, are changing, you know, by the hour, by the day, you know, you've got Ukraine, Ukraine, which, of course, that situation's continuing to evolve. And then again, China still with their zero COVID. Now, what's really interesting there as we look ahead, is I mentioned earlier, the plants are starting to run again, which is good. That's a really good thing. However, there's a massive driver problem. And the reason they have a massive driver problem is because for a driver to pick up the product at the plant and bring it to the port, before they enter the port, they have to COVID test. (laughs) And if the test's positive, they have to quarantine on site immediately, which means they could be split from their family for two plus weeks with no ability to plan. And so drivers don't want to drive the product from the manufacturing facility to the port. Therefore, it's not getting on the boat. Therefore, it's not coming over here. So there's tons of volatility still over in China that's causing this ripple effect in our U.S. business, right? So what I would, I would say as you look at 23 is with all this stuff that we're, we're all experiencing or reading about in the news, it's pretty hard to, to predict specifically what's going what's gonna to go on. But, you know, we're watching it very carefully. Know that Winfield United is doing everything it can to be prepared. And that includes things like buying ahead. Um, and there's certain active ingredients that are going to stay things that we need to really plan aggressively and early around. Things like glyphosate, things like glufacinate, things like 2,4-D. You know, I think the biggest thing we're going to need to do, and I'm probably a broken record in this discussion, is plan, 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 early, 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 forecast, forecast, forecast. That's going to be the most critical thing, along with having that alternative backup plan for that case in which something just isn't going to be available. Um, it's a really dynamic dynamic world right now but what i would say is 23 is going to feel a lot like 22
2: well we see all this change and and uh, all this turmoil and shortages and you, you walk through shelves through the storage shelves are empty and and it's you hear about diesel fuel and all that and and you think plan and you call all of these things unexpected we all call them unexpected i'm not sure that i would want my crystal ball to have been clear enough to see all this coming i'm afraid i'm afraid you to die from worrying about it so yeah uh it's uh it was uh it's scary and it's different and uh certainly we'll work through it as best we can but uh it's always good to have partners because yeah, it's it's good to even have somebody to appeal to, whether they can do something about it not all the time or not. It's nice to be able to reach out and appeal. So, so what else you
0: got? That's all I've got today, Ryan.
2: We certainly want to dig farther into the new markets one of these days. Hopefully uh, you get back down into territory and we'll further that discussion and have another one of these. So,
1: Well, I look forward to that. It's been a, a great pleasure to have a chance to get to chat with you both this morning and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and that uh, you continue to have good weather and and everybody gets what they need to into
2: the ground well thank you very much thanks for participating and uh leah again uh vp of sales new markets uh with uh, winfield united land lakes thank you for being with us and that's another episode of the high ground power by premier company